0: Hello, welcome to Tales from the Albright, a podcast by the Scranton Public Library. Today we are continuing on our Meet the Staff feature. I am interviewing Anne, who works in our reference department for today's episode. Hi everyone, I'm here with Anne, who also works with me in the reference department. Would you like to introduce yourself, a name, maybe a fun fact? Sure. Sure.
1: Hi, uh, my name is Ann Kovech. I work in the reference department. A fun fact about me is I am a huge professional wrestling fan and have been <laughs> since I'm about five years old. And now I'm closer to, I'm not going to say, but <laughs> it's been a long, long time. Um, currently I'm reading The Devil's Half Acres. It's a nonfiction true crime about the Bender family in Kansas in the uh, mid-1800s oh. and how they had a tavern and people would stop in and they had it set up where someone would sit by a curtain and the, one of the family members would dispatch of the person. <laughs> and then the bodies would be put underneath and eventually they they got caught, but they did disappear. Yeah. So we're not really sure.
0: Did they have a trapdoor situation they had, going yes, on? yes, they had a trapdoor,
1: so the trapdoor would open. And the only reason they really got caught was because someone came looking for their brother. So, that's, that's what I'm reading right yeah. now. <laughs>
0: yeah, at first I'm like, I feel like I've heard of this, but I wasn't sure, yes. and then with the sitting in the specific spot, that's yes. what...
1: Yes, yes, and that's exactly no. what it was. <laughs> it's very, very good. Yes, yes.
0: What was your journey? To here? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, I went yeah. to Marywood. Back then it was Marywood College and not Marywood University. I started actually in the communications department and then my sophomore year, I decided to go into education. And then at that time, library science was one of the majors you could take. So I, I took that, and then I student taught at North Pocono and at Neil Armstrong at the time. But when I graduated in a mid-80s, um, there weren't a lot of teaching jobs mm-hmm. at that time because there's just so many of them. So I ended up working in the law library in the courthouse for a few years. And then, unfortunately, that job came to an end. And I went up to uh, UPS up in uh, Troop to work in their accounting office. And and then there was a casual position in the children's library that I applied for. And that was around 2006. And I was there for four years. And then in 2010, I went full time. I started in the circulation department. I worked um, reader service. And I also did books by mail, which is um, a service that we still have if anyone's interested. And then a couple years ago, um, I transferred. Bill and I switched departments. He went down, and I came up. (laughs) (laughs) So it seems like you've worked essentially in every department. Yes, basically, (laughs) yes, except Bookmobile. I actually did Nancy K. Holmes as a fill-in, and I was at Library Express a couple times.
0: (laughs) I feel like it's a common thread through a
1: lot of these interviews Yes, (laughs) people have just worked a little bit everywhere. everywhere. Yes, you start (laughs) in one place and you just keep moving Mm -hmm. around. That is true.
0: <laughs> what was your original inspiration for working in libraries? Well, of course was it through school or was it Yes, this? through
1: school. Um, of course books, love of books. My actually one of my first part-time jobs was at the Globe store in the book department, which fits perfectly. <laughs> and at the time it was Walden Books. That's going yeah. way back. But it, it's always been the love of books, you know. That's basically what always made me want to yeah. be here. I know this is going to be similar to mine, but okay. what
0: does your typical day look like?
1: Um, it could be anything from answering genealogy questions, regular reference questions, having someone ask you why their computer screen won't go back on an arrow because they're at home and you're trying to explain it on the phone that you do not know why that's happening, <laughs> but you give them the tech table. and yes. it, 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 Photocopying, it's, it's everything. Mm -hmm. rebooting computers, (laughs) 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 fixing microfilm machines.
0: Yeah, and since you mentioned tech table, um, I'm just going to go into that. Um, So, new this year are IT department has started up Tech Table, where every Tuesday and Thursday, a member from our IT staff, Jason, comes over and has a table set up in the reference department where you can bring any of your devices in, and he can help you learn how to use them, troubleshoot different things, or just get familiar with different technology that you might have that you're not comfortable with. And that is from five until seven each Tuesday and Thursday. Yes,
1: yes, definitely come because he's fantastic, Mm -hmm. he's fantastic. He's really good. Um, What I'd like to say is like when we do, um, we do a lot of local history here too, and I always refer to it as when we start something doing it, we go down the rabbit hole, because it starts with one thing and Mm -hmm. then it just takes off And that's one of my favorites. Yes. One of my favorite things to do ever. I feel like we
0: each have our own little project that we still think about. Yes. Yes. I think all (laughs) of us are obsessed with where George Starkey is. Starkey is, yes. Um, So look up for that podcast episode in the future. Yes. uh, To learn about George Starkey, who is a local artist, and who all of the reference department wants to know where he is buried. Yes, because he disappeared off the face of the earth, and we need to
1: know. (laughs) But we really do. It's like that with almost everything it is. that we can do. <laughs> it, it really truly is. Yeah, you start and then you just go down and you never come back from the rabbit yeah. hole. <laughs> is there
0: anything that you wish more people knew about the library?
1: All the different services. I really think a lot of people still believe we're just books. We, we don't offer anything else. I mean, we have computer classes. Like I said, we do local history. Um, there's outreach programs, there's books by mail, there's home delivery services, all the children's programs, there's just so much more. We sell stamps, <laughs> just in case anyone's wondering. Yes. We also have envelopes go <laughs> yes. with the stamps. Just in case, you never know, you might need a stamp. <laughs> yeah, that, I feel like that question has been picking up a bit more lately. Oh, we, good. But yeah, we... Yeah, I'm trying to think of what else that I wish more people knew about. Is there something that I might have missed that you would like to... No, I think I'm good. I I enjoyed this. This was fun. Um, Oh, and I do have a cat named Finn, for anyone who's wondering. (laughs) Yes, because that is typical.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's one of the, I feel like, stereotypes of librarianship that I've found to be true. Yes. Is that... Almost all of us
1: have a cat. cat. Yes. And, and like if you don't have a cat, you have a dog. Yes, exactly. I just didn't want to break it. I just want to make sure the cycle kept going that we still have a cat. <laughs> <laughs> yep,
0: yeah, but no other than that, I think we're good. Okay. Thank you for agreeing to this. Thank you.
1: This was fun. Thank yeah. you. Bye.
0: <laughs> Thank you again to Anne for agreeing to be interviewed for this episode of Tales from the Albright. We will be taking a short break after this. As the library is busy preparing for the return of swinging on vine it is essentially a block party that takes place in front of the library and this year it is on May 27th it will be from 5 until 8 p.m. and all proceeds will benefit the library it's very exciting as there will be live music by picture perfect and then we will also have beer and wine and margaritas different raffle baskets, and a selection of food. Because of the alcohol component to Swingy On Vine, it is 21 plus. Tickets are $20 if you pre-purchase them, and they can be purchased online at the Albert Memorial Library, Nancy K. Holmes, or at Library Express. We will also be selling tickets at the door the day of Swinging on Vine, and those will be $25. Again, if you're interested in attending, it is May 27th from 5 until 8 p.m. When the podcast returns on June 2nd, we will be having our first book discussion episode. Last week, when I interviewed Brianna for the Meet the Staff episode, we discussed a series of book discussions that will take place throughout the year. These will essentially work as book club discussions, where we each bring questions to the table and then discuss our thoughts based on a book that we had read. The first book we are discussing is Death on the Nile by Agatha Christie. It is one of Christie's classic Poirot novels that takes place on a luxury cruise that is traveling along the Nile River. It is important by Christie's Own interest in archaeology and her travels with her husband, as well as her classic mystery sleuthing detective novels, Um, it is incredibly fun. If you would like to read it and then listen along to our book discussion, we do have copies that you can put on hold. I hope if you do read it, you enjoy it and then enjoy our discussion of it. I just wanted to mention this now so people have time to read it before June 2nd when the episode comes out. If you are listening at a later date, feel free to read it before you listen to that episode, as our episodes aren't incredibly interconnected. In the meantime, if you have any questions, comments, or anything at all, please feel free to email me at aloney at That is A-L-O-N-E-Y at albright.org. Or feel free to call the library at 570-348-3000. Thank you.